This episode of the Beer Brawl is presented with no commercial interruption by simplybeer.com. Every day, baby, when the sun go down, I get with my friends and I begin to clown. I don't care what the people are thinking. I ain't drunk. I'm just drinking. But you're so high. Oh, man, you know I ain't high. But you're so high. I just take a little bit every now and then. Welcome to another episode of the Beer Brawl, brought to you by Simply Beer. I'm Peter Kennedy, and uh, welcome. Tonight we're going to be sampling three Belgian-style saisons or farmhouse ales. First one will be, uh, oh, may not do them in this order, but we're going to do the Victory Saison, Hampton Saison, and the uh, infamous Saison uh, Dupont. And we'll get into its infamy a little bit later. But things that we're going to kind of be seeing in these beers, they're going to be slightly fruity, maybe a little bit of a, a peppery taste, uh, some citrus. Um, they're going to be big, bold beers. They won't look like it, but they're going to have a lot of flavor. They're going to be, uh, I think they're going to be pretty good beers. Generally, they've been brewed in the southern regions of uh, Belgium for the last several hundred years. Uh, usually they start at the end of... Uh, the winter and they're they're brewed so they're light, crisp, refreshing, so they're drinkable during the summer. Um, so tonight with us we have Mark Jackson as always. Hello. And uh, Corey's on the audio and our special guest uh, Will Hogan's joined us tonight. So uh, we're all going to be sampling and. Technically, let me ask you something. Yeah. If we drink the whole bottle, are we really sampling? <laughs> or are we drinking the whole bottle? <laughs> Why would you? Not drink the whole bottle if you open it. Well, I don't know. Technically, <laughs> we're drinking it, but I mean, you're saying sample. I mean, yeah. a sample would be like a you know a few ounces, and then we would spit it out. Or actually, I don't know. You're actually swallowing. It's not sampling. Right. Sample. Well, <laughs> these are these are big beers, you know. Yeah, they all come in uh, 750 milliliter cork tops. Uh, one of the things that you're going to see here is they're highly carbonated. Uh, most of them are bottle conditioned, so when you hold them up to the light, you'll see a lot of. Uh, yeast at the bottom so for those of you on the radio i'm actually holding up a bottle right to the lights so everybody can see here the the good amount of sediment that's on oh, the bottom yeah. there um, so you generally don't want to pour that out into your beer but if you do it's not going to hurt you a little, couple little semi-technical yeast. questions too so saison is a style correct style of beer yes it doesn't have to be from belgium that's belgium that's just the uh the origin of it right well you're going to have a distinction here mm-hmm. um you're going to have um Saison style ales or Saison ales. If they're Saison ales, they're actually brewed in the southern region of Belgium. If they're the style, they could be German, English, American. Um, but this is actually a fairly rare style of beer. There's not a lot of people who make this style of beer. So what do you think we should start with? One of them is actually the Saison Dupont is actually from Belgium. And then the two we have here, the Southampton, and then we have the Victory. So uh, you guys have any... Uh... To offer my opinion, how, how I generally like to do things, uh, I think we can do um, an American one first, and then do the actual Belgian one. 
like like how we did it last time, and we got the standard, so to speak, of what. Uh, well, last time we 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 did uh, we start off with the the Polliner Salvatore. Oh, we went right to the top first. Yeah, we went to the top. Well, that's what happens when you drink too much beer. You forget everything from one week to the next. Yeah, our, our audio engineer is still plus the, plus the fact that I'm 92 years old doesn't help, but uh, you know. How about how about west to east? West to east. Pennsylvania, Long Island, <clears throat> Belgium. So, Sounds like a plan. All right. The special guest that's, that's has... a good uh, way to do it. <laughs> so we're going to be drinking these out of tulip-style glasses. Either tulip-style or regular pint-style glasses are considered the Make sure you don't knock my eye out with that thing when you open it. To do it. Yeah. Point it away from people. You'll, 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 you'll hear it. <laughs> wow. Very nice. Real cork, none of that rubber business. Right. And one thing we'll probably notice here is there's going to be a huge head of beer on these. Sounds good. Yeah. Merci. That's not so bad. I'm actually kind of surprised at the amount of head that's on this beer. It's not, it's not huge. I yeah, was uh, expecting a lot more. Yeah, it's not really foamy. It's sort of open bubbles. It's a good, good golden straw, straw color. Nice aroma. I get a lot of yeast in the bottom of mine. It's opaque. It's not clear. It's no. not cloudy either, but it's. Okay. Uh, these you, you'll find that these beers are most mostly will be hazy slightly cloudy because they are bottle conditioned with a lot of sediment in there and with the uh, if some of them use wheat wheat malts you're going to get a lot more cloudiness to them too nice ale taste to it you probably will not find a lot of hops in these a bit of sweetness a little bit of an aftertaste touch i don't know if i like the aftertaste if it's pleasant or not <coughs> pleasant i have to think about that one what what, do, what are you tasting as far as your aftertaste, is it slightly, for lack of a better better term, almost medicinal? But I, I can't. That's not what the word I'm looking for. Right. These are not high alcohol beers. Well, actually, this one actually is. This is seven and a half percent. But generally, be, these might are be what not. I'm tasting at the end. For the most part, since they're kind of summer beers, they're not high in alcohol and they're dry, so they try to be refreshing. But this one's actually a little bit higher in alcohol than I would have expected. But they say anywhere from five to eight percent alcohol. This one's seven and a half percent. I think it's a bit of a, like a butterscotch flavor, caramel butterscotch. Sometimes these are, are made with honey, so it might be kind of one of the flavors that you're you're sensing there. They they, they must think the people who drink this beer are intellectuals because they use the word I, I believe it's redolent or redolent. What what is you know Will? Something about the nose, I believe. Redolent of field, huh? Redolent of field fresh hops. So they actually give instructions on here uh, to uh, an ongoing experience and pleasure. By the way, they have the beer chilled to below forty-five degrees Fahrenheit. I think we're drinking at probably about forty-five to fifty degrees. Have clean, wide mouth glasses ready. These were clean. <laughs> I did wash them. The I promise you. The important part. <laughs> I, I like the wide <laughs> mouth. <laughs> That's good beer. I like it. I, I do find it refreshing, although it does have a kind of tang at the end. It makes me <clears> want to <throat> lick the top of my mouth. But I'm not getting a, a, a little bit of spice. Yeah, I think something in here. Slightly peppery, but... Not, not a lot. I, not I, a lot. I get more, more sweet than spice. I think a different spice, though. Than pepper? Which would be I know, like, a, like an <laughs> orange peel or something, or maybe something like that. I'm I'm enjoying this beer. Me too. You know, I think it's a it's a good way to start off. Well, it's good I don't know if you have a lot of sediment in yours. I can see in mine. 
Let me look at the two together oh, here. Yeah. This would go, I think, would be kind of tasty with um, maybe like some scallops, uh, scallops and pasta, like in a light, very yeah. light sauce, and not a not a tomato sauce, I don't think. But. No, it is, this would definitely be a good seafood, some light, light food. Good, Nothing nice, heavy. Nice, nice, big, juicy scallop. Some yeah. nice oysters. Well, I th I'm wondering if the all the uh, yeast I have at the bottom here is affecting the, the flavor. I think it probably would be. You know, because the, the phenols in the yeast can definitely add different flavors. Now here's, and here's, it's, here's it's all one concentrated. Of those, uh, one of those questions that I ask as a, as a neophyte rookie beer drinker, would you ever pour any beer, not necessarily these beers, but any beer through like a, uh, what do they call that, cheesecloth or uh, something to filter anything out? Or, or you would just do it and that's that? Just the heat from the bulbs. Like yeah, we're in a little bit different. We're in the we're in the, uh, the 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 men's grotto cave here. Yeah, we're down in the man cave today. Yeah, surrounded by my beer cellar, scotches, <laughs> and the wine. You know, it would be nice if there were some naked pictures on the wall. Yeah, or pictures of naked women. I, yeah, I got to paint the walls first. Yeah, <laughs> just put some pictures up. All right, your question mark. So. It, any beer, not not these beers, perhaps, but have you ever poured any beer through a filter kind of thing, like a cheesecloth, to, to take any sediment out? Or Before I drank it? Yeah. No. No, I don't. But there's so. nothing but wrong with this. What is part of the brewing process? Is that there are filtered beers? Or at least you, I think some of the uh, commercial American beers even advertise it. Many many beers are filtered. I don't know by what means they filter. Um, a lot of the. Uh, conical fermenters they have since they're shaped like a cone all the yeast and stuff goes down into that cone area and the spigot to transfer it from one container to the next is above it so it's more of like a natural um, the yeast and stuff it's heavier so it filters down through all the beer and settles in the bottom and then they can take off on the top and so it's a natural filtering process when I brew my own beer it's the same way. I have a primary fermenter. Then I try not to move it a lot because every time you move it, you stir up all the yeah. the, the, the trub layer at the bottom. And then you put it into another container. And then you let it slip down again. Mm -hmm. And then you either bottle it or, or keg it, however you, okay. you do it. So now I know, generally speaking, Americans, we look at dates on things. You go to the store... You look at the eggs, you see what date's on the eggs, right? You go to the store, you look at the milk, How what date is the milk? So here we have, now this this says that uh, this is a bottle condition ale bottled on July 2nd of 07. Should there be any concern for a consumer looking at it, uh, how old it might be? Or I mean, we're talking about almost, uh, almost two years here at this point. It's actually a lot older than I would have thought this beer would have been. I, when you said... What was the date on there again? Uh, the second July 07. I would have thought 08. Maybe six months they kept it and then brought it out to the distributors. Then it gets released. So instead of sitting in a big fermenter for a couple months and then bottling it mm -hmm. and then putting it to the distributors right away, they let it sit in the bottles for several months and send it to distributors. Uh, quite frankly, I didn't think it was that old. So, um, so as a rule of thumb. The longer the the the, um, the uh, longer ago that it was bottled, let's say this was oh five, mm -hmm. would that necessarily make it better? Uh, could make it a lot worse. Could make it worse, right? Right, because um, ah. beer will oxidize, <laughs> sure. and you'll get flavors like wet cardboard. 
I don't want to drink beer. It tastes like wet cardboard. Um, but that what you can do to help um, preserve the life of a beer is buy beer that's in brown bottles, mm-hmm. dark brown bottles. You see this at Saison DuPont is in a green bottle. It actually lets in more wavelengths, wavelengths of light that are harmful for the beer. The other thing you can see behind me here is my beer cellar, which is covered in a black sheet. Right. So since we're in the, the cave, light. you know, there's not much light right. down here in the cave. Well, the, you know, we have all the the high hats here in the yeah. ceiling, which do produce a tremendous amount of light when they're all the way up, and I work a lot <clears> down <throat> here. Any bit of light can have an effect over time. Okay. So if you the the more light you keep away from your beer, the longer your beer is going to last. Yeah, and that's, that's an important what you're talking about is important because the average person probably doesn't think about it all that much. No. However, I I notice here on on this victory. Saison, Saison, Saison French. Uh, it's a. Uh, this is a from the French part of Belgium. That's why it's um, a Saison, a French word. What does Saison mean? Maybe we should have. Uh, does season. it mean uh, season? Whoa! Season, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean it's just like what it sounds like, like season. Oh, that's boy, that's my third grade. Uh, don't invite education. him anymore. Really, it makes us look like. Uh, and how about this other word, redolent, uh, tough guy? <laughs> <laughs> it has to do with the nose. Okay, so redolent. What's your, what's your uh, picking up aromatically? So you've, you've touched on an important consideration, though, light. Now, mm-hmm. they recommend storing the bottle, I think, upright, it said on here somewhere. Try to avoid, no, it's on the, the uh, it should yeah. be. You want your beers enjoyed. upright. Oh, here's what they say. It should be enjoyed within five years of the bottling date noted on the front label. Mm-hmm. Ah. It, is, it is, for this style of beer, it has a fairly high alcohol content. Beers that have higher alcohol contents, in general, will be able to last longer than a beer with a lower alcohol, with the right conditions. Uh, if it's refrigerated, it will last longer. Uh, Mark's still drinking here while we're waiting for As him. always, I'm the slow uh, guy. <laughs> that, you know. I'm, I'm glad you, uh, you found that last factor, Mark, because when you raise the bottled on date, yet it's bottled condition, so it has to sit in the bottle for some time, but what's the right amount of time? And yeah. then there it is. They... They suggest what the uh, appropriate right. amount of time is. So by the time it hits your, your stores, it's drinkable. Mm-hmm. Some beers get better with age. Some just stay the same for a little while. They always get to a point of diminishing returns. You get to a point, it's not going to get any better. You might as well drink it. <laughs> um, some beers, they, they will need to mellow out over longer periods of time. Um, it's a couple of things I see missing from this beer. I really expected to have a lot of lacing on my glass. None. The uh, foam good. sticking to the sides as as we drink it, um, none on this beer. Uh, I was expecting a bigger head on it, um, but it was very small head, and I was expecting a little bit more carbonation. With those things, the good parts of this beer that I felt were uh, uh, it, it was great flavor, a uh, little bit of a, a spice to it, not a lot of hops, which is traditional for the beer, um, and good color. What do you think, Mark? I think that it. Uh, I don't know. I wasn't overly impressed, frankly. I mean, it's it's decent, mm-hmm. no doubt about that. There's definitely a drinkable beer. Drinkable beer. Um, I expect. I think I expected along with you when you said uh, the aging. Uh, you thought it would have been aged, uh, not as aged as it's claiming on the bottle. Not that I have any reason to question that, by the way. Um, <laughs> but you're uh, just a, <laughs> a skeptical but, guy. No, it, it just feels <clears throat> like there should be a little bit more to it. The complexity, I don't. It's not there. 
balance is fair. I, I don't know. I'm not overwhelmed. Yeah. That's one of the things. That it should be a complex beer. You know, it's, yeah. a, it's a very light-colored beer, um, but it's supposed to have a lot of flavor and a lot of, you know, strong characteristics. This didn't have a lot of strong <clears throat> characteristics. Would all, the, would all the beers out there to drink and, and you know, to spend our hard-earned money on, uh, this wouldn't be on my A-list? All right. How about and, and Will? Will. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm interested in the next ones. This is my uh, first known exposure to this, uh, this style. Um, I thought it was you know, reasonably tasty. It was kind of mild, a little on the sweet side. Um, you know, not, not a hearty winter brew, but even though... I think I heard you say it's uh, it's intended really to be uh, consumed in the summer. Right. Another traditionally. There's another nickname for this beer. It's called a lawnmower beer. Okay. So just figure yourself out mowing mowing the back forty. Yeah, right. And, and you're tired and hot and sweaty. You want something that's crisp and clean and refreshing and. Whereas it's not for me, for my taste, it's not it's not as crisp and clear as a lager or a pilsner. You know, I guess maybe they're more pedestrian styles or they've been more popularized but um, for, for that purpose I'd, I'd probably go with that that, that sort by the way I, I might have committed the faux, the rookie faux pas of pouring the, the dregs from the condition uh, bottom of the bottle uh, <laughs> a lot more bitter actually you yes. wouldn't be surprised I imagine no I, I had the bottom and I found it a little bit more bitter um, but not having a taste off the top who knows? Yeah. Before we go on to the next one, I have a, uh, another question. Um, we've we've sampled beers from different areas of the country of the United States, and I guess we you know we can we can extrapolate over to the world that some of this is true. But what do you what would you say about regional beer tastes? Because I find that sometimes the, the, a lot of the beers that I recall having from Pennsylvania seem kind of like this, like middle of the road sort of thing, not not real to the extreme as far as taste is concerned, kind of hits the, the middle spot. Uh, I, I think we, I don't think we've really gotten to a lot of American beers yet. I mean, we've done a lot of Belgian style, German style beers, so I, I think that might be part of the problem. Mm, we did IPAs the first time. Um, maybe we need to come back to yeah. some traditional American style beers, um, American IPAs, American is there, brown ales. Is there a regional beer though? I mean, I guess there would be, right? Well, I, mean, I, I guess the foods. northeast, the north, uh, the northeast is, is kind of more well known for its stouts, porters, hardier mm-hmm. beers, mm-hmm. Um, whereas the northwest is more kind of known for its IPAs, pale ales, where they got some stronger hops <laughs> that are more aromatic and, and and bitter. I think a region tends to get lumped into a style of beer by the availability and price of what is there. The grains, the hops. Sure. Well, how about the Heartland? Any, any thoughts on uh, styles from the, the Midwest? Lots of grains and I'm sure hops um, in that part of the country. Really? I, I really don't know of kind okay. of styles that are associated with the Midwest. Okay. Good question. Yeah. I never really thought of it. But well, the, you know, now today with, with, with like the globalization of everything, stuff gets you know I mean probably not that long ago you couldn't imagine going into your local liquor store and having such a selection of, of beer I mean I don't, well, know, I don't know I do remember though back in like 78 and <laughs> I do remember getting a lot of different styles of beer but probably, I don't think as many as you do now mm. but are there you think there are any regional beers like from my, true microbrews that get 
you kind of get stuck in the region and don't move out for like distribution reasons and such? Uh, I'm not uh, sure. Well, I think we need to take a road trip one of these days and find out. <laughs> road trip! Anything for a road trip, right? Well. Now, this beer is pouring with a much larger head. Yes. Than what was before. Well, at least twice the head as the one before. Yeah, and, and that's really what it should be. Very similar in color, seems like to me. I can smell this. This one has a lot more aroma to it than the last one did. Want some more? Sure. Wow, there's a significant amount of uh, foam in the bottle. It is quite similar in color. Oh, yeah. I think it might be more redolent. <laughs> a lot of flotsam and jets in this one. Well, I, 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 th this one seems to be a little bit more yellow, I think, because we turned the lights down because it's getting kind of hot in here. <laughs> Um, oh, I, have, I have a tremendous. What did we call this floating around here? I was going to call it sen sediment, but sediment, sediment, sediment. Oh, okay. It's yeast. If you have a few, it's called sentiment, actually. <laughs> <laughs> this one has a slight citrus aroma to it. A little uh, hmm. um, orangey, lemony. Much, much larger head, and it's sticking to the walls of the. Uh, hmm. uh, you see that? Now, see, I don't, I don't get the taste uh, that we were alluding to before. You said you wanted to. Touch the top of your mouth and no, this uh, one's roof of your mouth. And no, the last one I did. And, you did, and, and right. I wasn't expecting that, and I didn't really care for it. But this is is cleaner. It's yes. drier. Yes, it is. A little is. more refreshing. Right, as kind of what the style. And since it's three o'clock in the morning, we need all the refreshment we can get. <laughs> <laughs> now, you see, that's the great thing. You don't know what time it is here. You know, it's like the bunker. You know, <laughs> they, they, they'd all curse at us if it was eight o'clock in the morning. Wrong, folks. You know. It's like a bunker, not the bunker. <laughs> we start early. It's eight o'clock. I don't want Homeland Security to come knocking it's on the door. It's eight o'clock somewhere in the world. It's always happy hour. <laughs> it's happy hour somewhere. And this, this one's one... got a, a little bit more of a peppery, <clears throat> yes, aftertaste yes. to it. Definitely, as if you if you read what beer judges look at in a a beer, this one is pretty much riding the line of what is expected. Of of a saison. I've never had a, um, anything from Southampton Brewery though. It's Ter the first time. Terrible of me to say though. Southampton would make you think of uh, the Hamptons, Long Island, Long Island, brewed and bottled by Southampton Bottling, Royersford, PA. Oh, it's a Pennsylvania. I thought it was Long Island. <laughs> oh, and you told us it was a Long Island. <laughs> That's what I, I would have thought. Southampton. Brewery. Yeah. See so see what happens when you don't read the label. Well, listen, I mean, I'll tell you, I think. I think this is better than the last one, mm -hmm. but they're 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 very similar in many respects too. I think though, I but think I, uh, I think the was... victory was definitely sweeter. Disagreed a little bit um, with some prior comments about having uh, you know seafood with the with the victory. I think for wow. me it would have been a little sweet. Wait, he's disagreeing. I'd with have me. had it. Disinvite I'd, him. You can't I'd, disagree with me. I'd have had it. I'd, I'd have thought of a bit more maybe with poultry or a pork chop or something like that. But this one I could definitely see with uh, with seafood. Just that, for, that's, for my own but that's the, own, you know. that's the great thing about, you know, tasting beer. It's what works well for you yeah. and your palate. See, this is a little confusing, though. Uh, brewed and bottled by. Now, but here's the thing. It says South Southampton Public House is a master brewer of a full range of classic ales and lagers. Please visit our brewery and restaurant in Southampton, New York. Oh, okay. There's another contract. So now, I wonder if that is a contracting out to another brewery. Wasn't well, uh, not the Boston Beer Company brew in Pittsburgh or something? <laughs> Wherever that's cheaper. <laughs> so I wonder if you actually went to this public house 
if you would have beer that of course you can go to public they have the website p-u-b-l-i-c-k farmhouse style ale mm. now if it says farmhouse style does that mean uh that's that's, that's saison, uh, right? yeah that's the like a um a layman's term for saison farmhouse oh, ale oh, okay and they call it they, basically they were brewed in these farmhouses right at the end of winter when it was still cool to be ready for the summer I like all this ex- extemporaneous stuff they put there. The Southampton 750 series. What the hell's a 750 series? And what it's, a, it's, a, it's a 750 milliliter bottle. Oh, see, now uh, now I know why I'm, I'm here. I'm a genius. <laughs> well, why would I, you know. No, it's cool. great that you're, 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 you're calling out these details from the labels. You know, it's I'm a just, close uh, reading. I'm just a, a poor boy from a mining community, Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. But, uh, see, I find this beer to be <laughs> ten times better than... The last think one. ten times. It's it's just clean and dry. Got a little bit of bitterness at the end, which I really like. Yeah. Um, get a little bit more flavor of, of the hops in it. Overall, tastes better. I, I agree. It does and looks better. better. In, in the hot summer, I could easily uh, easily expect to throw some of this back, as opposed to the other one, which would be you know, have a little bit, have a little taste here and there. Yeah. It's not not the the real sort of thirst quencher, satiating. Much much better head retention too, on this one. I, I tend to swirl my beers a lot, but even when the last one's swirling it, the head just kind of disappeared very quickly. But this one, uh, it it really sticks around and sticks to the sides. Nice looking beer, good tasting beer too. Definitely better than the last one. Yeah, I, I would agree. I like the I like the way the slight citrus, a little bit of peppery, <clears throat> and the bitterness from the hops all kind of really work together here. Yeah, it seems like a little better balance. To it. Yeah, and and more complex. Like the last one was a little bit flatter on the flavors. Mm-hmm. This one I think is a lot more complex than the last one. Good What's beer. The alcohol content on that one. A six point five. I can't I can't see it on here. A seven point four. Seven point four. Yeah. Also fairly high. No one have happened to bag already. What do you think of the Southampton, Mark? I like it. Uh, I I certainly like it better than the Victory. I think it um, stands. On, on its own merits, uh, good aroma, good taste. I didn't notice the aftertaste as I did in the other one. Uh, I liked it. What about alcohol? It. Did you get a sense of alcohol in the? In it that? seemed it's, it seemed well balanced. Not where I would say, oh, yeah. <clears throat> and I, I think that's where I was getting the taste from the other one. That aftertaste. I think it was an been. alcohol. Yeah. It, uh, it was an aftertaste of that. This this was good. I, I enjoyed this. Um, wouldn't be one of my favorite beers, but it was good. What about you, Will? I liked it. I liked it. I, I could see uh, having it with food or just just to drink. Um, definitely, I enjoyed it more than the Victory. Uh, not as sweet. Um, still had some sweetness, but but to me the the sweetness was more pronounced in the Victory, which I don't always want in a, in a beer. In fact, I usually don't want every now and then. It, it works out nicely, um, and uh, yeah, I thought it was you know, a pretty clean flavor. Definitely could could in, enjoy it, especially in the in the warmer months. I I, I too like like this one much better than the last one. Um, cleaner, overall more balanced. Just a better drinking beer. I think I might actually buy this one. Oh um, really? Yeah, uh, this one this came, came courtesy from Mark a couple weeks ago, but uh, I think when we did the pale ales. Okay. He grabbed this one when we were doing the pale ales. So it's house conditioned for an extra couple weeks? Yes, it was. <laughs> Stored in my basement. 
So yeah, I would uh, buy many different beers, <laughs> not knowing exactly what I was bringing. But anyway, anyways, it won't go bad. I mean, it could go bad after time. <sighs> not here. Not here. No, I, I keep a, a close track on my inventory. Right. I have uh, on on uh, simplybeer.com. I have a uh, a section called uh, Peter's Beer Cellar. So it lists all the uh, the beers that I have mm-hmm. in my beer cellar. Whoa. Oh, all right. That, that a, is a little bit more what I was there expecting. We go. Whoa. Whoa. There we go. <laughs> Straight from Belgium. Wow. That was. Uh, so we're working our way from west to east. We've. Uh, even though we thought we were Pennsylvania to Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania to Pennsylvania, <laughs> you know, but it I was a little. The Africa. label was a little confusing when they yeah. said come to the public house where they brew their own. So a little confusing this, there. Yeah. I guess they farm it out, so to speak. This here is the Saison wow. uh, Dupont. Oh. This one has um, mm, Dupont, a very Dupont. large head on a highly carbonated. Yes, tight, dense bubbles. Yeah. Not not the. Uh, you couldn't make uh, meringue peaks in it, but I don't think, I don't think that uh, nice. it's, it's pretty intense. Look at the head on more. this. So, I, and when I introduced this beer, I called this um, beer infamous. Um, and, and, the wow. reason, and the reason why That's is... Nice. I haven't had I this kind of head since I was in college on the beer. There's a, um, yeah, a, 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 an American magazine called um, Men's Health Journal. Oh, I read it all the time. Right. That's they, why I weigh 265 pounds <laughs> <laughs> and I had a heart attack two years. I read the magazine, but you know. they they listed they listed this as the number one best beer in the world. Really? That's quite really? a that's quite a claim, you know? It is quite a claim. So that is quite a claim. So this is a true Belgian farmhouse ale. That's or quite Saison, a claim. Um, from that southern region of Belgium, right on the French border. Do we? Do we? Uh, I know we talk about price point every once in a while, just to give. This our... is a, uh, all of these are expensive beers. Sure, these wow. are all ten dollar bottles of beer. And this one also has a very pronounced aroma to it. A lot of uh, citrus. Not 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 a lot like an IPA would have, but you know it's it's a very subtle, multi citrus aroma. Giant huge head, very dry. A little peppery on the uh, yeah, aftertaste. Yeah. But the, you didn't get the bitterness that I'm not. I'm actually, you know what? The bitterness is creeping up on me now, just a little bit. Yeah, I have to say, yeah, many of the beer, <laughs> many of the beers we've tried. Is this the best beer in the world? No, no, no. I, I don't know about that. I don't know about that either. I have to think about that. Uh, put that hat on and try it on for size. You know, but I was thinking, of course, the Europeans. We were talking about this in our last beer brawl, and we were looking at the breweries were in existence for well over 300 years. Yeah, we look at something in the United States, 100 years, we think it's very old. <laughs> but be that as it may, so they've had a lot of experience. But I, yeah. I have to say that many, at least in the experience so far with the beer brawls, the Americans are doing catch-up. A lot of them stand on their own. and But I, I find, you know, probably for an American palate, that's not such a bad thing. But if you're looking for something a little bit edgier, Let's just say, I think the European beers generally will provide that. I don't, I don't know if I use the word edgier. I'd say more diverse. Yeah, um, the, 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 the styles there, there's an abundance of styles, mm-hmm. different styles of beer, which are very speci- almost regional. Mm-hmm. They're very specific to the regions, basically because of farming. Those mm-hmm. regions could only sustain certain crops. And in the 16, 17, 1800s, you know, you weren't getting 
you know, hops from Seattle or, you know, the northwest of the United States and grains from the Midwest yeah. and then, you know, yeast from London, you know, that it wasn't happening. You had regional ingredients. Mm-hmm. And so this is what they had to work with. And, and now it sounds like there's, and no there's refrigeration. A, a fair bit of pride in their in those regional styles right. and the desire to preserve them and you know, uh, make the best representations they can of them. Well, one of the things you'll you'll see in this beer, if you hold up to the light, is a lot of carbonation. You can still see the bubbles rising on this beer. To me, this doesn't seem quite as, for lack of a better word, as heavy as the previous two. No, much drier. Yeah. And using that term to kind of equate with a lack of sweetness, right? Um, the attenuation in the brewing process here has pretty much, the yeast has eaten up all the available sugar, which leaves a beer to be drier as opposed to sweeter. Um, so the more fermentable materials that's left over when you're done brewing, the sweeter the beer. We, we did the, the, the Doppelbox last week. Uh-huh. Right, a glorious, D- delicious, a glorious Doppelbach. Right, but <laughs> oh. they're much sweeter. IPAs, really sweet, really bitter. They're kind of really contrasting taste characteristics within the same beer. But that sugar that's left over in the beer allows for the sweetness to be retained. There's some beers that are that don't even complete the fermentation process, and they end up with flavors like banana. Mm. Um, which it, it actually can be a very uh, striking and flavorful attribute to a beer. It can be very good. Ice cream float. Right? <laughs> you know, so er, er, all these different styles have different characteristics, and you know that's kind of how they become a style. And brewing to that style is what, when I look and drink a beer, is what I try to relate to. You know, Will's here. He, you know, as he said, he doesn't think he's a, a big, you know, beer drinker. No, uh, I, well, but I, I drink beer. I wouldn't call myself an aficionado. An aficionado <laughs> there. <laughs> but you know what? You have what you like, what you don't like. You have tastes. And, you know, you can tell these three styles of beer, which you say you never had before. And you're pretty much uh, agreeing with what we, um, but by your own tasting of it. Right. You know, you said, well, this one tastes this way, this one tastes this way, and, you know, this one tastes that way, well, and I, I, it's I, exposure I, to a new style of beer. Yes. I I, um, I think I'm understanding, or at least my perception of your, your uh, use of the term dry, um, of this one. To me, the, the, the earlier beers, the, the Victory, less so the South, Southampton, but definitely the Victory, it was, it was absolutely sweeter. And even though none of these beers are... Uh, light in, in weight um, uh, density I, maybe is the term um, this is the one that uh, that that has sort of the the lightest mouth maybe mouthfeel is, mm-hmm. is the term uh, it's, a, it's a good term to use mouthfeel a little, little bit a little bit less alcohol on this is six and a half percent yeah. by the way uh, and this is kind of more in line with the, the traditional style of the beer you know six and a half percent can still make the beer last for several months after it's been bottled. So it, it would hold true for, you know, the whole length of the summer. Well, these are not necessarily monk beers, like uh, some of the Abbey styles, uh, the Trappist, um, but these still are secular beers. Good beer. It's very good beer. I tell you, I mean, 
I don't know if they qualified being the best beer in the world with this particular style of beer. Maybe I, maybe you don't remember that part of it. <laughs> you know, this is... But it's an excellent beer. Um, and it says that it, it's uh, this increasingly rare specialty uh, beer is a four-star world classic example of the Belgian Saison's style. And uh, I think it's... it's Again, when we when we tasted the Doppelbach last week, uh, we felt that the Polliner was was the classic. It mm -hmm. was the, it was the style, and I feel the same way about this particular beer. Yeah, this is very very close. At to least the style. I don't, I don't I don't think this is the best beer in the world. Um, I think that's too subjective. It's way too subjective. Yeah, I, I would agree. It's pretty I, I, damn good though. It's 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 an. Well, who, listen, who reads men's men's health magazine anyway? <laughs> you know, you know. But the, look at that six pack. It's it's a nice. I guess it's a nice claim for That's the the brewery, but it's it's a damn good beer. I always generally have a bottle of this in my um, beer cellar. I keep some in the trunk of my car. Yeah, actually. yeah. Well, that's high, <laughs> that's high praise in itself. You um, guys. But, absolutely. You know, it's definitely an, an A A plus beer in my book, but it's by no means the, the best, best beer, beer in the, the world, world. I, because I, as i've said before it depends on the day the time of year the temp for me the time of the day the temperature outside the temperature inside my frame of mind there's so many things that go into what makes oh, a sure. beer good yeah, definitely at that exact at that moment, moment sure if i just got done you know pulling out tree stumps in the front yard this might yeah. be a great what, beer. What century might that? You be? know, <laughs> you know. But if I on that same day, if somebody hand me like uh, that Otter Creek Russian Imperial Stout, it'd just be way too much for, you know, a ninety degree day after right. pulling tree right. stumps. Right. No way. Different styles for different purposes. Mm -hmm. So I would say, yet yeah, once again, <sighs> we have a, a very worthy um, entry into the, into the category with the beer from the Southampton, wherever. Uh, brewery, Southampton, Pennsylvania. You know, uh, somewhere in the Northeast. A decent, a decent, a decent interpretation, but when held up to the to the gold standard, let's just say, you can see where it falls short. All right, Mark. So, Will, what we do at the end of these uh, each time is we we line up the beers and we say which one was basically the winner and uh, and what we basically rank them from worst to best. Mm -hmm. Um, not necessarily well, the last I, one I is the worst, but I, I obviously the. All right, the, why don't you start, Mark? Go ahead. Okay, the the Vielo Vielo Provision, <laughs> the Saison Dupont, I think is is the best in the category of the three we tried this evening, followed by the South uh, Ampton, which I thought was a, a a very worthy effort. Again, uh, somewhat pales in comparison to the the standard, the classic. And uh, lastly, the, the victory, which wasn't bad, but uh, it wouldn't be on my list of beers to buy. The Southampton uh, would be, and, and so would the DuPont, uh, and that's my opinion. Well, how about you? Yeah, I think uh, our, our tasting went, uh, as it turned out, in ascending order of, uh, of preference. Um, the, the victory was, uh, was not bad. It was, it was sweet. It felt a little thicker in the mouth. Uh, maybe that's not the right term, but... but uh, uh, Almost a little syrupy sweet um, in the mouth, but not in a, not in a bad way. It was it was it was not bad as a first. The uh, the Southampton 
I liked, um, not as sweet, um, but the, uh, the Saison du Pont was uh, definitely the best, best in show. And I was actually wondering as we, as we went through this uh, tasting um, whether I would have some, say, palate fatigue uh, ah, yeah, or, yeah. Or, or just get too drunk to know the difference. But, but you know, the Saison du Pont clearly was... You should have been here last week for the Doppel Box. <laughs> <laughs> Halfway through, we were toasted. How many did we do that? <laughs> yeah, we really, did five really of those. Did, it really did stand out. I wonder if we had, if we had started with it, we m- might have been even more wowed than um, ending with it. Yeah, that's, that's a hard thing when we do these tastings is which one to start with. Um, I think we, like you guys said, we chose in the right order. We did an ascending yeah, order of beers. I By agree. chance... Um, it's nice to it's nice to drink the the other beers first. I mean, um, you, you get the sense that this is a classic European style beer, and it's nice to see how American breweries interpret interpret that, mm-hmm. and you see what they're up against, so to speak. I mean, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, I think it, it, it's enlightening the way the way we do it. I think it works. So, you know, like the previous two, Mark and uh, Will here. Victory was unfortunately the bottom of the barrel of the three, um, but with that said, I did actually enjoy drinking it, and I, and I liked the flavors, I liked the way it tasted, I liked the beer, but it wasn't a great example of the style. So if you want a beer for the style, not not it's not a it's not a very good saison, but it, I still thought it was a good beer if you keep the style and the guidelines out of it. Um, Southampton, Saison, definitely, what I said, 10 times better than the victory, and I think it was. Um, much more within the style of the beer, drier, more carbonated, a little bit of citrus, a little bit of hops, a little bit of bitterness. I think it was very well-balanced, much more complex beer. Um, and the Saison DuPont, of course, the, the kind of standard um, of the farmhouse ales, um, very good, very dry. A little bit of pepper, a uh, little bit of citrus, a little bit of hops. Not as much as the Southampton, but still palatable. Um, all in all, uh, uh, definitely the standard uh, of what we had in uh, an A-plus beer in my book. Um, so, looks like another successful uh, night of sampling. I want to yeah. thank uh, Mark Jackson, as always, and uh, Will Hogan for joining us and uh, Mr. Corey Greenberg who uh, all of a sudden is absent <laughs> on our audio this is, what ha- this is what happens when we have audio text they disappear <laughs> he's still drinking beer from la- he's still drinking the polymer from last week oh god I'll tell you <laughs> anyways um, I thank you guys for, for joining us tonight and this is Peter yeah. Kennedy for simplybeer.com what, oh, what's coming up next week by the way oh next week I uh, forgot about next week. You can't forget about next week. It's yes. A... Next week will be American Brown Ales. Thank you, Will, Mark, and Corey. This is Peter Kennedy signing off for simplybeer.com. I want to tip you, baby, before I go. I'll be back tomorrow night and drink some more. I don't care what the people are thinking. I ain't drunk. I'm just drinking. But you're so high. Oh, no, you the one drunk. Look at your eyes, man. So Don't you tell my lady now. Well, I ain't here, but, but so four, five, six, seven.